Yes, 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 the legend, the one and only. That's a break. That's a break, now. Yeah, that's, that's a break is a gem. I, I love this song. I love, like, pretty much all his songs. Like, the way his voice and just the way he tells stories in his songs is so meaningful. Like, he's somebody that I love listening to when I'm just have a decision to make or, like, I'm just, I need to calm down. Like, it takes me to that place. But, but first, you know, yes. why this song? Um, Well, you know, I'll probably echo what you're saying, Sam, is that his songs, he's a storyteller. He's, um, you know, we say mebusam, like like proverbs. Mm. There's just so much Mm. wisdom um, in what he crafts in his lyrics. And Ayemre talks about timing, how timing is everything. Mm. At the beginning of his songs, he talks about just the timing and being patient and waiting uh, for that opportune time. Um, where it's time for your blessing or it's time for your goals or to reach there and just being patient and uh, working hard in the meantime. So that's really why that song resonates with me. And yes, I listen to it when I have to make important decisions or to remind myself that everything is just time. Yeah. It's just yeah. time. Yeah. He's in a league of his own. I mean, I, his voice is probably the best I've heard in, in uh, High Life. I, I don't know of anyone who has a better voice. Yeah. than he does it's just so sultry so pure yeah uh, you know god rest his soul yes uh, that's and right thank you really for <laughs> you you gave us you it's, know your, your, your memory lives on you know what the, the vibe i get from this is like either at a funeral or an outdooring before the event starts you know when you're yeah. seated and everybody's getting seated this is like the song that'd be playing in the background like that's the first thing that comes to mind yes yes when i hear this and the melody and what's it's it's what you throw on i, I love it yeah yeah. Or at the end of the party when you want everybody to go home. Yeah, everybody <laughs> <get up. laughs> just just, just calmly true. telling you, AM Ray, it's your time to leave. AM Ray, AM Ray. Russell. Um Russell. Russell. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's incredible. I, yeah. You know, I love high, high Life, and I think I've gotten to reconnect with High Life uh, since we started doing the show because a lot of people actually love High Life, and we ask people mm-hmm. to pick songs. You know, picking a high life song, which is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's timeless classic music, and, and it's a reason why, like, it's so treasured in Ghana. And I think we don't do enough to celebrate high life. Mm. Yeah. No, we it, don't. Oh, it's it's so timeless. Like the the fast moving dancing music will come and go, but like these yeah. sorts yeah. of melodies and these sorts of storytelling, it comes from a place. The timeless. Yeah, timeless, absolutely. Uh, so in the realms of timeless, Doc, what is our phrase of the day? Our phrase of the day is Acheria Ma'arifie, which is uh, time yields forgetfulness. Mm. Yes. So, you know, of course, we'll discuss more about it uh, towards the end of the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Salome Kwame Redu. I go by Sal. And my name is Samuel Akwasibwating. I go by Sam. And welcome to our podcast, Doctor. Or an Embarrassment, where we profile the life of the immigrant child in the diaspora. 
So this is essentially the immigrant's guide to disappointing your parents. And on today's episode, we have the ever lovely Fos- Madame Faustina um, <laughs> chatting with us in our episode titled In a Lawyer's Court. And, and yes. you'll get to learn more about her and also why it's titled this um, uh, today. So without further ado, let's get a crack in, Doc. Yes. Okay. Let's begin with a lightning round. We get to know uh, Madame Faustina. Um, okay. So this is like word association. Quick okay. answers, no time to think. Okay. You hear it, you give us an answer. If you can't think of it, pass. We'll come back to it. Okay. All right. Favorite Ghanaian movie? Uh, Sakina. But I'm not sure if that's the title. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> Sakina. Oh, oh, Nico. Yeah. Oh, Nico. Sakina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nicole. Not oh to, not matters of the heart. Matters, matters of the heart. heart. Oh my goodness. That, Yo, oh, I classic movie. Classic movie. Classic movie. I remember the gate man talking about tribal marks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, we were like babies, oh, but I love that movie. Matters of the heart. Way, way back. <laughs> way, way back. <laughs> oh man. You know, it's, you know, it's, oh man, I won't derail this. Let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Fav, favorite Ganyan song? I am right. I've already picked it. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Favorite Ganyan food? Oh, oh my goodness. Mit, um, a mood swimming cuts and quiet. So I guess rice oh, wow. balls and peanut soup. Yes, oh, that's life. I thought you, I thought that you were going to say meat Thank you. We are the same. Oh, we are, oh, this yeah. is, listen. Sam knows me. I like meat pie too. <laughs> yeah, Samo. I love meat pie too. <laughs> Adoring or wedding? Wedding. Jollof or Wachi? Jollof. It's hard though. <laughs> <laughs> Malt or Fanta? Malt. Okay, that's what's up. Peanut butter soup or light soup, of course. Peanut soup. Ah. Yes. Ah, oh. thank God. It's okay. That one there. Oh, God forgives you. <laughs> Afro beats or high life? Ah, uh, high life. Yes, that's what's up. Kumasi or Akra? Kumasi. Because that's yes. how it's born. Yes, the heartbeat of yes. the age. <laughs> ah, Roman Hill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Adwa or Azonto? Adwa. Okay, that's what's up. KLM or Delta? Hey, KLM, that's how I came yes. here. Yes, KLM baby. KLM yes. Baby. <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> that's how I got here. KLM baby. <laughs> your, your top three favorite Ghanaian artists. Uh, top three favorite Ghanaian artists. I mean, I've already given away that's the bra. I like that's the bra. This is going to be very common, but I'm not ashamed. I love Daddy Lumba. I mean, oh, Lumba's <laughs> an institution. The king. He's the king. Uh, Lumba <laughs> for sure. And then I think I will add uh, Kofi B. You know, I think Ooh. he was a little bit underrated. I love underrated. Kofi B. Listen, yeah. he's about as pure as high life can get. Yeah. Coffee I like coffee People bee. don't even understand. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I uh, finally, bee. doctor or embarrassment? Ah. Hmm. As in, <laughs> as I describe myself or? <laughs> as in, which category do you pick? 
Which category we, what team we, we are consider you on? What engineers, doctors, and, and lawyers to be on a doctor team? Yeah. So I guess by 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 title, I can't really pick anything else, eh? But I I no. I value the quote unquote embarrassment category because I think it takes a lot of bravery, mm. um, and uh, creativity, and you know, sort of being a little bit more, um, I guess more initiative and willing to step out. So I would mm -hmm. say embarrassment camp. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> But, oh heck no! Yes. <laughs> See, even the doctors want to be on our team. Oh heck no! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So officially, Akwaba, welcome uh, to the show. Um, so right now, tell us your full name, mm -hmm. who you are, just a, a quick brief introduction about yourself. But stick into the name and, and more or less, you know, you'll tell us more of your story later. Okay. The, the right. name on your outdooring, the name they gave you at the outdooring, the full the name. name. Your full name, everything, we want it all. Yes. The full one. Okay, so uh, my name is uh, Faustina Agbasi. Obviously, Agbasi is my, um, my married name, last name. But I was called or I was named at my outdooring Faustina Ifua Aduma Oche. That's Ooh. my full name. Yes. Aduma. You know, Aduma is yeah. actually my favorite Ghanaian name. Like, I don't know why. Are you serious? I just love, I love that name. Like, I was trying oh. to find a way to name my daughter Aduma, but there was nobody in my family called Aduma. So it was hard <laughs> to, like, justify it. But I love, I don't yeah. know why. I love Aduma. that name. I'll tell you yeah. a little bit because um, the Aduma, and I listened to the podcast when you guys were talking about names, nomenclature, and the mm -hmm. meaning. And I, yes. and I, it actually encouraged me, believe it or not, to ask my dad a bit more details about the Aduma. And apparently, the fullness of the Aduma, at least as it relates to my name and my family, is Adumasika. It's Adumasika because my great grandmother um, was quite well to do. And oh, wow. so, yeah, like in her background, and as we talk about names having meaning, part of the reason why she they carried on that Sika name is because they yeah. were well to do. So no. the full is Efua Duma Sika. My wow. dad was explaining wow. to me. So I said, "Where is this Sika in my life?" <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's there. Oh, <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> anyway, that's apparently a it skips me. a generation. <laughs> it looks like it did. <laughs> <laughs> and and Adoma is, is the, the root is Adom, right? Is that Adum, correct? Adom, yes, Adom, yes. yes. Which is Grace. Adum. Grace. Yamene Diyama, Adom. And the, yes. the circumstances surrounding my grandmother's birth, who interestingly was born in the market in Ghana, wow. um, mm. so you could just imagine a woman. Uh, laboring in the market oh in, a, in a in a in a village market in Ghana back in those days um, it's not the easiest place to give birth and wow. so that the, the story surrounding her birth everything yes yes because yes, she yes, survived yes. yeah oh that's, that's beautiful. beautiful so what, what are you called at home um yes. so what, what were you called at home and, and what do people often you know call you um, ifia, ifia, ifia is quite common. Ifia duma, ifia duma, ifia duma, ifia duma. If you really know me, ifia duma, ifia duma. Yes, yeah. And then, but everybody else usually just calls you Faustina. I'm guessing. Faustina, Those that, guess. or T, or Tina. Tina. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Many many nicknames. A woman of many aliases. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Depending on where she is, you might not know who they're calling. I'm telling you. <laughs> but it's part of the Caribbean experience, right? You know? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's so true. Because I think even at your your wedding, I think a few people yeah. were saying, Oh, I know Tina and I was like, Who's Tina? I was like, Who are you talking about? <laughs> but I don't I didn't know you was Tina, right? So I'm like, Who yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. So, which is yeah. an interesting dynamic of how people know us and what they call us based on where they meet us and for sure what, what she what she feels like going by. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. What What do you feel? What What do you? I guess. What do you feel like going by? What's your preference? What's your What's, what's your, your preferred alias? Um, <laughs> my preferred alias. Interestingly, maybe I've adapted to um, you know what Canada kind of almost forces you to be. So. I'm okay depending on the context. So I know you guys, and I know you guys know me as Faustina. So I'm comfortable yes. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be odd for me if anyone that I like, I'm in like sort of like my immediate family or my mom or dad for them to just, when mm-hmm. they call out my name Faustina, I feel like I've done something wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like Faustina, it's like, what did I do wrong? So, you know, it all depends. I'm fine. I'm fine with Faustina. Faustina's fine. <laughs> okay. All right. That's good. A so, friend of Fausti. I'm a friend of Fausti. Fausti. Mia Fia Duma is so that's good. Mefia. Yes, Mefianso, yes. The people that are really if somebody wants to get something out of me. Mefia. Oh, oh thank mefia. you for that secret. <laughs> oh, I know, right? You're making mefia. it too easy. Mefia. Cuts out the bag. It is. Yes. So oh. I guess to, to get into our, our main discussion today, now that we've gotten to know you a little bit better. Yeah. What was the first thing, you know, as a child that you wanted to be growing up? What did you want to be? Hmm. Not a lawyer. <laughs> That's mm. for sure. I, for a while, I vacillated between wanting to be a doctor or a pharmacist for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I think mainly mm-hmm. because I was really into the sciences growing up. And my dad, I'm hugely influenced by my dad. My dad's a big science buff. He's really yes. into STEM, but I have to say he's more of a science person. I mean, growing up uh, for him in Ghana, he was not skipped. He was skipped ahead, not just once or twice, but three times. So, you know, in sort of the the grades um, and science was like so big. So it was huge in my house. So I never considered law, which would fall more into the arts. Mm -hmm. So I think growing up, it was mainly wanting to be a doctor or pharmacist. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Those are noble careers. (laughs) Wink, wink. You're not biased in any way. (laughs) No, no, not at all. Okay. I didn't think so. All right. so, So I'm guessing Pops was happy. Were mom and dad happy about your, you know, your goals initially? Um, absolutely. You know, I, I think my dad and Salome, you'll recall, I think my dad was very pleased to meet yes. you that time that yes. you came by. And I think you <laughs> helped him lay some slabs or something. He was so yes. impressed. Oh, that's a fine young man. You know, he wants to go. He's going to be a doctor. And he's I said, he's a, I, yeah, I told my dad, he's a fine young man regardless. Um, but anyway, <laughs> whether he wanted to go to med school or not. Um, no, no, but, but he wouldn't be fine if he didn't want to be a doctor. You know how it is. That is what has made him fine. <laughs> it's a very typical Ghanaian okay pair response. Yes, yes. Um, but 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 yes, you know he he was very. They were very encouraging and very supportive of my wanting to do something in the sciences because I think, 
you know, for my dad, and I guess for most Ghanaian parents, they want you to do something that, in your view, is practical. Right. Um, yes. And at the end of the day, yes. it's going to, um, you know, yield something, namely for them, give you a good living, in your view, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that you're able to be responsible and independent and on your own. And that's what they believe. So, it's, you know, it's with good intentions. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your, your current professional title now? So, so what are you and what do you do? So my title is lawyer. Um, I think that's, that's basically the general title. Obviously, if you mm-hmm. go into the organization, they may have different titles semantically. But mm-hmm. essentially, I'm a lawyer. And a lawyer is someone who advises or advocates for the rights, goals, or purposes of another person, namely a client, in a legal matter. Um, mm. Essentially, you're a paid mouthpiece. <laughs> That's okay. the way I see it. So, do you it. do like do you do do you do corporate law, criminal law, immigration law? You know, our favorite in the Ghanaian <laughs> community. Because I'm, I'm sure our aunties and uncles are listening, and say, "Now I have a lawyer I can call for my immigration <laughs> issues." <laughs> you know what happens? I okay, so this is a very interesting place to address it. Um, this is where I fall into quote unquote the embarrassment category. You know, I start out I start out really high where they're like, Oh, she's a lawyer, you know, great. But then I tell them what I do and I kind of slowly or very quickly <laughs> shift into the embarrassment category because they don't know what to do with me. Um, so of, although I'm a lawyer, I don't practice criminal immigration or family law, which I think is the area of law that is most frequently needed um, by yes. our people in the community and for mm-hmm. and for good reason. I, pr- I practice more corporate law um, mm. and even corporate business law specifically i practice something called securities law so Mm. that sounds very obscure like if i tell an uncle it's a security huh security being (laughs) like what do you mean by that yeah who are you (laughs) who are you securing and someone asked me are you doing law that protects security guards and i said no um but That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, you security. Oh, what do you mean by that? I mean, I guess everybody needs a lawyer. <laughs> no, it's reasonable. <laughs> the mouthpiece no, of the actually... National Security Guards Association. I'm telling you. Um, but essentially what you do with securities law is that you're practicing law that covers the area of um, sort of investment management, anything to do with the movement of money. Uh, so capital, mm. uh, royalties, loans, like securities mean investments, mutual funds, anything. The movement of money um, also requires law that governs it. And that's wow. the area of securities law. Yeah. That's where the money is. Security is code for money. <laughs> you have to protect it. Yes, 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 yeah. Basically money, the movement of money. The movement of I think yes. When people think of of law, I think we all just go to the you know, the the courtroom drama and the shows and Yes. Most of it is quite dry and boring, isn't it? Oh yes. Yeah, I would have to agree (laughs) with you. I'm not here to make it seem very, very glitzy and glamour. If you're if you're listening and you know, I'm hoping to give you a realistic take. Um, so that you you're able to make an informed decision. Um, I think criminal law and you know those areas. I'm sure that can get pretty dramatic, but the vast yes. majority of like practice in law, it's really just um, yeah, kind of mundane and like sort of day to day. It's not all that. 
It's not what you see on TV, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, not like Olivia any, Pope. It's not, not like Olivia Pope makes a scene. No? <laughs> no, 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 no. And you're not objecting every two seconds. I know? always want to do object. I just want to object. Why this? Objection overruled. Always overruled. It's always. A, I think I've seen it sustained once. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So you wanted to be a pharmacist. Yes. Or a doctor. Mm-hmm. Why did you decide to pursue law? Yes. Good question. Because that's such a huge swing, right? Um, yes. Basically, I got involved in a lot of community work at the end of high school. And throughout undergrad, um, so where I grew up, and it might be familiar to some of you, is around Jane and Grand Ravain, which is nestled between Jane and Finch and Jane and Shepherd, um, which okay. is you know is, is an area that has whoop, whoop. a huge population, yes. <laughs> has a huge population <laughs> of Ghanaians, um, and I did a lot of community volunteer. Um, some of you know, if you're from the area, you'll recognize Oakdale Park Community Center. So did a lot mm-hmm. of after school program. And oftentimes some of the kids that I work with, even the kids that went to James Cardinal McGuigan, they'd sometimes yes. get into trouble, um, oftentimes legal trouble. And I found myself, you know, sort of being their tutor or a mentor to them helping them with with respect to their legal matters, you know, like drafting certain things, uh, going along with them uh, to go meet their counsel or things like that. And yeah. in doing that, um, there's a couple of lawyers in the community that said, you know, you're, you're pretty good at this advocacy thing. I know you say you're into science, but, you know, do you want to sort of shadow me and see what I do? Maybe this is something that you can consider. Well as Mm. part of your career and i remember thinking to myself oh no no like i'm not into the arts this is not my thing this is just me trying to help um you know my people in the community but eventually when i shadowed a couple of them i thought okay you know what this is actually interesting um interesting work and um you know i was we were doing well in that we were in in sort of how the drafting was happening the representation was happening um these kids were able to get out of trouble uh with the legal um help that i was giving them even though i wasn't a lawyer at the time obviously being mentored by the lawyers so i thought why not maybe i should uh, consider this um, and look into uh going to law school so that's really where the switch happened mm-hmm. yeah Wow, that's, that's interesting. And, and I guess maybe wow. from from there, from then on, uh, if you can expand a little bit on how you got from kind of community organizing to kind of that <laughs> legal aspect, all the way to now you're in the corporate space. Like, what was that journey like? How did what was that journey? Oh, oh, yeah, it's, um, it's an interesting journey. And one that would probably be familiar to um, some uh you know, sort of lawyers, because we often start out, especially when we think about your personal statement and what you write. Um, I know for me, when I first uh, wanted to go to law school, it was making that change in the community, uh, mm-hmm. being the legal resources, because the people in my community at the time, access to legal resource was just very scarce. Um, mm-hmm. And you also just didn't have representation or good representation. So that was a huge drive at the beginning. Um, That said, when I did get into law school, I found that the areas um, that my community community needed the most uh, help in 
they weren't sadly the areas that I was doing the best in. <laughs> um, so for example, mm. I did really well in contract law, uh, which has to do more with business business law and the criminal law yes I did fairly uh, decent in it but I also found that it was um, it was emotionally more taxing for me it mm. was a bit it was a bit more emotionally mm. more taxing for me um, but I did spend some time at a, a place called Parkdale, Commu Parkdale Community Legal Clinic where I focused more on what they call poverty law. So that's a lot of landlord tenant, uh, board issues, um, you know, housing issues, and helping people in sort of in low income communities. And I did a lot of a lot of advocacy in that way. And I, I certainly enjoyed that uh, won a lot of my cases. So that was encouraging. But I found that that wasn't the area that I was best at. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's where I sort of did started shifting towards more, I would say the business side of things. And then I think another part of the allure for the businesses, I was coming from a science background. So mm. I, I had no exposure to business aspect. Like in, in high school and everything, I didn't take accounting or any of the business courses. I was mainly focused on excelling in science because I thought I was just going to go into sciences. And so when I shadowed the corporate lawyer, I thought, wow, what an interesting world. It was completely different from like the criminal lawyer or the social justice lawyer. And I thought it was exciting. It was new and different. And, um, you know, I excel in those courses. So that was really the driver to move more to the business side. I do sometimes think, oh, it would have been great to still stay in the social justice area because that's where I would say my people need most representation. Mm -hmm. uh, hence why my, you know, a typical Ghanaian uncle will say, ah, like, come on. But ultimately, yeah. No, sorry to cut you off. I think our people need your expertise as well, like especially in the areas of corporate, you know, um, law, right? That we're all getting, especially us, you know, younger, the next generation of Ghanaians, we're all getting into developing our own businesses or developing our own ventures that exactly. we need to tap into those expertise. So your community still needs you. We, we need okay, you. great. Awesome. It's good. It's good to know that. <laughs> it's encouraging. <laughs> Admit it. Security is where the money is. <laughs> that looks like, that's all a nice way of saying. <laughs> that's all a nice way of saying. Um, yeah, it is. It, it you know, and it, we tell you guys talk about you know you try to deal with the hot topics and everything. And interestingly, yes, as much as social justice is needed, that you know, sort of legal resources and access to that is more so um, needed in our communities sometimes it's actually even harder to break yeah. into those areas mm. as a young lawyer, mm. which wow. obviously add to the the difficulty of access for the people that right. need it, right? So it's it's mm. it's a it's like a cyclical <laughs> um, yeah. issue sometimes. Yeah. Oh, very interesting. So, so so this next part is is what we call our highlight reel, right? So yes. we're, we're gonna get you to list some of your, your accomplishments for our viewers. I, and we don't want none of that Ghanaian humility here. We don't want you to, you know, be shy. Uh, Tell, you know, we, we want our listeners to know, you know, 
where you've been, you know, what are some of the achievements that you're most proud of so far in your in your career and in your life in general? Um, and just want you to give you a time. And if you don't brag enough, you know, you know me and Salome will brag for you. So please do us justice before we have to jump in. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, list of accomplishment. It's so funny. I. It's hard to think of some. Um, but I, I'd have many to say that I'm not happy about or things. Um, well, I, I guess generally I'm, I'm grateful for my academic accomplishments. Um, mm-hmm. That's being consistent um, throughout high school um, on to undergrad. I've, you know, I, I graduated as an Ontario scholar. I got a full ride scholarship to York. I wasn't able to uphold it, um, mm-hmm. but I did manage to graduate with distinction, so that was good. Um, I was very proud of getting a bursary award from a Ghanaian organization. I can't remember the name. I think it was Sankofa something. This was prior to undergrad, and that was something that I really, um, it, it really touched me to get it from the community because it's like they were recognizing mm. Um, you know, hard work and community yes. involvement and also trying to encourage the young people. And mm-hmm. so I really, that was a, that was a nice award uh, to get from the Ghanaian community. And then the other two awards was, um, and again, this was for community involvement. I think one was when I was finishing high school and then in connection to that, when I got into law school, the Black Business and Professional Association, along with one, one of the top law firms, uh, downtown gave me sort of a three-year scholarship, um, wow. which was great wow. um, for law school. And um, it was great that it was renewable because that was certainly helpful uh, yeah. in terms of the financial commitment for law school. And I, we were, you know, my parents and I, we were very thrilled. They, they brought us downtown. They held like a reception and everything. Oh. My dad was very happy. Wow. Uh, to be there, they wrote an article, you know, I think it was, I can't remember, like in the Law Times and the Global Mail, like it was really nice. So that was, that's a bit of a, yeah, that's one of the highlights. And then more recently, just being able to participate in drafting law, like actual legislation um, that affects Mm -hmm. businesses and, um, you know, sort of the capital markets, how money moves and everything and just being a part of the group that's leading and drafting the law that's pretty cool yeah so wow yeah you're not you're not a small person yeah right well i I don't know about (laughs) (laughs) you're listening to a brilliant woman who literally could have been anything she chose okay she she chose she could have been a physician she chose law uh she got into one of the top law schools in canada Osgood, I was there. You were there. You, yes, but you saw I, the struggles was, too. You saw the yes, struggles. Yes, I saw the struggles, and I, I it's, <laughs> the struggle is very real. Yeah. Um, but I saw the triumph also, which you know I was so proud of you to see that. So thank you. Um, <laughs> and of course we're prouder now uh, to see the woman you become, and we can't wait Aww. to see you do more. Um, so in those, in that, um, in these accomplishments, in the midst of it, how have you dealt with adversity that's come your way? Um, yeah, I know, I think it's important to uh, address those things, the setbacks, which are very much part of the triumphs. So I would say the most notable one, you know, after getting called to the bar, there was a period in time 
where employment was still precarious. So mm. sort of on a macro level, there was that mm. economic downturn that yes. was still um, emanating from the 2008 yes. um, you know, financial cr- the crash, um, crisis yes. Yes. and the crash. Mm. And so the market was very difficult, generally difficult mm. for law graduates to get jobs. No I longer remember. were you like guaranteed a job just because right, you right. graduated law school right. um, and put in so much work. Um, yep. And then the effect, sadly, was pronounced for racialized lawyers mm. um, because it's always, you know, as we know now, very clear with many studies, it's always more difficult for racialized lawyers, how much more right. so in an economic downturn. Mm. So I was certainly affected by then. Mm. There was a period of three to five years that I have to say was not fun at all, not just wow. for me, but for a number of other racialized lawyers yeah. or my contemporaries that we graduated with that we, we thought to ourselves, wow, what did we do? by going to law school and listening oh. to our parents. <laughs> right. Oh. We're like, I think. Wow. <laughs> Why did Daddy was right. I should have been a lawyer. Daddy, I mean, I should have been a doctor. Daddy I was right. Do- no, that's why ah. I thought. I thought I should have been a doctor. I was like, ah, a day. My brugu. Um, <laughs> I know, yes, you know, but yes. it, it, Yeah, there was just that time where you just thought to yourself, and then you saw everyone else who didn't do it and maybe they you know they sort of did their undergrad and they did what they wanted to do and they were they were prospering they had their jobs and they were okay and then here you are with this quote-unquote fancy degree right um mm-hmm. but without employment so i think that was the more difficult setback yeah wow so, so w- w- how did you that... overcome that how did you how did you sorry how did, yeah, how did sorry, you get through that difficult period um, um i th- i think um just I have to say that my family uh, was very, very supportive and they were instrumental in terms of giving me advice. Like my dad, for example, I'm very close to my dad. Um, He is someone who's encouraged me throughout my life and has been such a champion um, of my, you know, sort of all my aspirations, particularly uh, academia. And then there's just certain people that came alongside that time in my life. You know, my now husband, they were just so encouraging and just saying, you know what, stick to it. You didn't make a mistake. Mm. Um, You know, just the fact that you even got that degree, it will never be a waste. It would never be a waste. There's so much that you've learned um, with that degree and so much that you've proven to yourself that you can do by getting that degree. So don't think that, you know, this is the end. And there was just that encouragement just to keep going. Yeah. Yeah, And then just to keep going, to just persevere, keep applying, um, you know, do the jobs in between that may not seem, quote unquote, as glamorous uh, to, to, to. To keep going, and eventually no. um, doors did open, and I did mm-hmm. find uh, a role that um, was suitable. Yeah, well, that makes sense. So I guess maybe to pivot back to uh, a couple of steps, right? So when you decided to forego becoming a doctor, and yeah. now you're going a lot, like how did Dad take <laughs> it, and and what was that conversation like? That's so interesting because, um, you know, I mean, he's very proud of me uh, now and he he always has been. But I do think there was a period of time where he, you know, he thought, is she giving up too quickly on the Mm. doctor 
you know, the doctor goal. But <laughs> I was my dream thinking, for her. Exactly. But I was also <laughs> thinking, maybe I'm giving up quickly on your dream. <laughs> like, yes, yes, and yeah, and yeah. finally pursuing something that's more, uh, that's more me. So I, I think yes. for, for, for a while there, and, and probably more to do with me internally, I thought, am I disappointing him by not going for the ultimate dream, the immigrant mm. Ghanaian parent dream of having your child be uh, a doctor. And it's interesting, as time went on, I remember my dad told me, um, and I have to say this in Cree because I'm not sure how it's all in, like interpreted. It's just like, Fasina, opekasa. And now, what questions? And you know, you know what? I don't even know. This is the best, like, this is the best area for you. I don't even know why. I, I, I thought so too. I, I thought you would be a doctor. I mean, what the heck? All know? along. Yes. You thought she'd be. A... No, but I agree. I agree with that. Fasina, you love to talk. You're a talker. So this is rightly where you belong like i, I think it's, 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 it's this is why she and i would talk for hours and hours and hours oh and my goodness yes i love it we will talk forever ridiculous <laughs> yeah anyway so, so he, yeah so i think he it, you know i mean they're they're proud they're supportive but i think initially there was that bit of are you giving up mm. too quickly right. on the doctor mm. dream? And are you right. sure that this is the right way for you to be? But then, of course, to your point, a lawyer is not a bad, um, you know, sort of career to choose, right? It's, it's, it's in your list. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not the top, but it's, it's in your list. So they're uh, like, eh, okay, from, we'll settle. One to one A. <laughs> we'll settle. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, okay, we'll be a lawyer. That's fine. We'll manage. <laughs> okay, so we've got what we call the perfection equation, which is when passion uh, adds to purpose, you, you experience pleasure in your career. Would you say that you're there right now? Um, you know, I don't know. I feel like it comes and goes, and you have, or I would say I have moments where it ebbs and flows. There are times... Mm in my career where I say, you know what? These things are lined up really well and I'm quite passionate about what I'm doing. It makes sense and I really enjoy it. I think that whole passion, purpose, pleasure thing, it sounds really good. I'm not sure it's entirely realistic on sort of a permanent scale. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I think, it, mm -hmm. I think it, it's gonna fluctuate. You're probably gonna have it some days, you're not gonna have it in the exact same field, same discipline that you're in. Um, right. you, you, does that make any sense? So there are times where I feel like, you know, I'm sort of in my element. This yes. is it. Yes. Um, I could imagine doing anything else. But then there's some right. times where I think, hmm, maybe not so much. <laughs> the doc, yes. <laughs> Although I don't envy when you're coming home so late, uh, uh, Salome, Kwame. Yeah, that, I, those, I, 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 those I don't even envy me. <laughs> <laughs> Those overnight, about it. that overnight and being on call and my best friend uh, at Salome knows this but my best friend Marina is an emergency psychiatrist like the psychiatry doctor so you could just imagine her hours are just crazy so there are times where I look at you doctors and I'm like yeah you know what I'm good I'm okay yeah, yeah, it's okay I'll, I'll be normal <laughs> all right so for other kids listening um other immigrant kids, other Ghanaian kids, uh, how do they become a lawyer? Mm, okay. So what do you mean? Like in terms of 
you know, practically, how um, do you start? Like, yeah. How do you, how do you start getting yourself ready? What exams do you have to write? Mm. Um, and you know, what's the best way to position yourself to be able to get into a good school? Okay, so the good thing about law, uh, I think, is that it doesn't matter what discipline you're coming from. I think medicine's pretty particular. I mean, there's one school that says they'll accept anybody, from what I remember. But let's be honest, mostly you need to have sort of a biology background or a science background. But with uh, law, it's not the same. You can come in from a variety of disciplines. But what's important is that you're good at that. You're good in that discipline and Mm. that you are... um, you know, like you're doing well, you're performing well, you're getting your your great marks. Um, you have strong academics, um, you have volunteer, and you have other community involvements or other activities that demonstrate that you're a well you're you're a fairly well-rounded student. You're a well-rounded yes. person, so you can handle your academic obligations and also uh, be a person that has a life outside of that, right? Because yeah. that demonstrates that you're well-rounded you you're able to you're diligent but you also have other skills and other interests which is important um in terms of the process and the the testing so undergraduate um you know degree um trying to excel and doing very well and then there's the lsat that you need to um you know sort of prepare and study for and score um, reasonably well on, um, and you know various schools will have their metrics for what they're expecting, and then you know so the the LSAT your undergraduate, and then I would say make sure that you're involved, um, you know sort of doing community work. You're not just academics; you also have other interests that demonstrate the ver- various skills mm-hmm. and um, you know other things that you can do. I think it's also important. One thing that I did then um, that I thought was helpful is seeking out mentors. It's yes. difficult though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I admit that it's difficult. It's probably a little bit easier now because I extend myself as a mentor to, um, you know, sort of other younger people in the Ghanaian community. But I know yeah. when I was, um, you know, sort of looking and maybe I, I mentioned this to you, Kwame, but it was hard to find mentors. Now yeah. it's a little bit easier. So I think it's important to seek out mentors and to understand what they do on the day-to-day basis. So there's the right. academics mm-hmm. and what you're sort of training yourself to do to get into law school and to excel. And then there's yes. the life afterwards. As mm. most of us know, because we're working professionals, the actual yes. practice of something and the studying yeah. of it <laughs> is quite different, right? And yeah. requires uh, often different skills, different mindsets, uh, mind, mindset shift. So it's important to have mentors that would be honest with you yes. and give you some guidance. So mm. you have some certainty as to whether this is the field I really want to pursue. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it right for me? Another thing that I often tell mentees and even parents that would maybe reach out to me with respect to their kids and they wanting to do law, um, you know, and this is not very PC, but I think it needs to be said because it's important is, um, you know, sometimes some parents or some people have the idea of status and money and they think, you know, Definitely this discipline is going to garner this for me and I'm for sure going to get it. Nothing is guaranteed, right? Um, You know, maybe in the past it used to be 
I apologize. Can you guys hear the her crying? Yes. <laughs> okay, so um from your point again, it's okay. Okay, let me know when and I will see if Okay, so whenever you're ready, count through and then ready? just start. Yeah. Okay. So what you know, a couple of things is being careful not to want to pursue law for the purposes of only um status and money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nothing wrong with wanting, obviously you want to make a living and practically and, and to do well, but if those are the only two drivers or your main drivers, you need to be mindful that it's possible that you may not get a return on your investment or not mm-hmm. the kind of return that you're looking for. That you hope for. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. because you are making certain uh, presumptions uh, you're assuming that you're going to get, um, you know, sort of a, a high-paying job at first, right. and um, and and those jobs are, I think, they're fewer and f- um, further between right now. Yes. Um, and as I mentioned, a number of us, when we graduated, found it hard uh, to get good and permanent employment at that time. So just be mindful of wanting to pursue law for reasons other than just status. And, you know, sort of copious amounts of money because mm-hmm. that might yeah. not really be realistic. And you should let your drive and passion about the law have something intrinsically to do with the law so that you have mm. something that will keep you going yes. if those yes. things do not pan out for you. No, yeah, yeah. No, that's great. It's no, it's no different than marrying for money and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's great, you know, when the getting is good, but uh, when the difficult times come. <laughs> yeah. And, and oftentimes, um, I say that in jest, oftentimes what we, what people do, and maybe the media is at fault for this is, you know, we romanticize a lot of careers like, mm-hmm. you know, medicine is very heavily romanticized yes. as is law. Yes. Um, so it's no surprise that everybody wants to do this. Cause I mean, when you watch TV, this sounds like it's, it's awesome. It's great. Everyone's Dr. House. So <laughs> <laughs> or it's Grey's Anatomy. It's just <laughs> tons of drama and interesting stuff. I mean, there is some fun stuff. Yes. But if you have no passion for that uh, career, when a difficult days come, there's really very little to hold on to. Yes. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, yeah I sense. agree. I agree. So, so what is next for Efiadoma? So what's next for you in life, in career-wise? <laughs> what's next? Um, You know, I mean... I guess I'm as busy as I can be now, uh, being a mom with a toddler and being a wife. But I do want to, I've always wanted to pursue my master's. So mm. I, that's something that I think I want to do and probably do it. You know, so that's getting an LLM, an LLM and focusing more in, in the securities area. So that's probably what's next for me uh, career-wise, yeah. What does that give you? What advantage does that give you having a, a um, master's? And- so... That's a good question. I don't know that this one will necessarily lead to like a promotion or anything. Oh, but madame, I forget like... it, forget it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we won't do it. Ah! <laughs> well, see, yeah, yeah. Master of security. <laughs> no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, forget it, right? No, 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 forget it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not doing What's it. And not yet, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, not necessarily promotion or say oh forget it 
no, no, no. Ah. Yeah, yeah. You're just, you're just getting the PhD so you can also be you can be doctor, right? So I, daddy can I'm, be happy. I'm trying to compete with you. I need to, yes. I need that doctor title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that's Sam. She'll get that's she'll Sam. get the doctor title one way or another. Yes, me, me I will get it one way or fault, another. I'm working on it. By force or by fire. <laughs> 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 oh my um, but yeah no that's something I'd, I'd, I'd like to do just to and i think i used to tell um kwami salome this like and i i'm in, on some level i'm sort of a career student you know i i like learning for mm. learning's sake um so yeah that would be that's part of the reason why i want to pursue that too so i just want to learn yeah. more and be more of an expert in my field yeah absolutely mm. you're glutton for punishment I am. <laughs> look, who, look who's talking, Mr. Mr. Know, going right? back to do to do oh, medical school. Lord. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know what I mean, Mr. Vin in school since we could last right, remember. Since right, I was Sam? born, I, I don't oh, remember the last time I wasn't in school. <laughs> I'm just like, do you know how many congratulatory graduation messages I've sent to Sal? And then I keep telling myself, I'm like, what, like, how many times has this man graduated? Well, we'll least up. <laughs> No, but we won't congratulate you anymore. Any time ah, you yeah, go bro. back to school, I won't do it anymore. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Mm. All right. So, our phrase of the day. Phrase of the day. Um, which is Acheria um, Marifie. That is to say, time yields forgetfulness. Mm. I'll throw it to you guys. Uh, to see what your perspective is on you know we always have different perspectives so yeah i think for me for me the perspective that i get is that you know you're going to make certain mistakes in life and you're going to make certain mistakes on this journey on this career journey in this path right you're going to go different places and you won't always remember those mistakes especially if you're focused on your goal and you reach those goals right so oftentimes there's a setback and it feels like it's the end of the world it feels like Oh my God, my life is over. I'm done. I failed this test. You know, I'm never going to graduate. But yeah. if you look back in 10 years, you're like, yeah, I failed that test and got a 14% or a 50%. But like, that didn't matter. I, I was able yeah. to go on to the next step. It's a drop in a bucket. Yeah. 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 Uh, very true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going see. What do you think? Um. So I... I, I think along the the long along the lines of what Sam was saying and but more thinking of it as a cautionary thing like I always mm. feel like when um yabuba like when they say a word of proverb yes. it's almost yes. cautionary like yes yes don't don't forget the effect of time right mm-hmm. yeah. don't forget how and it's similar to what you're saying Sam but like the how time can make something seem so much more impactful mm-hmm. or less, mm-hmm. right? And and being mindful of that, right? So um, knowing that it may seem like it's insurmountable now and it is yeah. the end of the world, but really it isn't. And then the, the flip, I think, in terms of like gratitude and being grateful, like when you look back, you think, wow, it seemed Im- like, you know, really yeah. horrible but somehow yeah. i made it you know like i i, I made it yeah. yeah by god's grace i made it and yes. and i'm here so so that's yeah just oh yeah 
to that. I mean, um, I think I, I kind of think about it along the same lines that you guys do, which is, I mean, we we've come so far, and mm. we don't stop to celebrate enough. Mm. You know, at Cherry Mary feels like we forget just how much we've accomplished, just how yeah. far we've come. Yeah. Uh, and at one point in time, we were on the same place, um, yeah. and you know, we have divergent paths, but like we've accomplished so much. But sometimes, you know, we can just stop and, and smell the roses and just celebrate the little victories and celebrate just how long this journey has yeah. been and just how how much we've done. Yeah. So, yeah. No, we need to we need to do that forget. more. I think. Yes. I think absolutely. you know from where we've all come from, right? And and kind yeah. of our paths differed, but as you said, we've accomplished so much individually, and we don't pat ourselves on the back enough, right? And and no. that's what we need to start no. doing. So Kwame, more yeah. jalo- you, now that you've perfected your watching, right? What you're going to do is once a month, you're going to make some watching, invite us over and we'll celebrate. Yes, oh, please. Yes, yes. <laughs> I will happily I, I'll, listen, come. I will fly you in my private jet to New York. <laughs> it, 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 is, it is stamped on record. You all heard this. The doctor has listen, said he it, will fly I us. Will, I will have a private jet and I will fly yes. them to New York. Um, Empire State Building to chop the law. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes. So, so uh, one one thing that we each learned about Fasina today, and, I, and I'll start with me. I never knew you were like in the sciences. I don't know why. Like I, I always thought that oh. Fasina is a lawyer. She's in the law stream. She's planning to be a lawyer. She's gonna be a lawyer. Because when I met you, I think you were at the end of your undergrad when I first met you. And then you yeah. went to law school, and then talking to you as your dad said, "Oh, Pekasa, you talk." So I'm like, "Yeah, this is exactly what she wants to do." She's very <laughs> articulate. She's very passionate about the things that she talks about, and she's knowledgeable about the things that she talks about. So it makes yes. sense that she wants to be a lawyer. So it was like I never ever thought that you were in the, one of those doctor kids. <laughs> I was, I was. Those pre-med, those pre-med kids. Those pre-med, those, those pre-med antisocial kids. Mm-hmm. I certainly was. I certainly was. Oh my god, it's amazing. She's all around brilliant. Uh, oh, you guys what, are too kind. What, what, what I learned, I had no idea. I knew you were in corporate law, but I didn't know about you know securities and. <laughs> And how money moves, and how much money you actually get to see on a daily basis. I didn't know about all. That. I'm always, I'm always calling for, for see, Listen, listen. I need to sign this deal. This guy's trying to cheat me, eh? For see, I won't have it. What can you do for me? She, I'm bet she's sitting back thinking, what the hell? Why is he buying me with all this? Every little thing. For see, I'm trying to buy a house. I always this lawyer. Yeah, yes, this is true. Even when she, <laughs> even if she can't do anything for me, yes, she, she will say, I'll refer you to X, Y, Z person to help you. you. Yes, yes. <laughs> for um, Steve, this guy, I'm trying to buy this house. This guy's cheating me, eh? For Steve, what? <laughs> He's like, I don't do real estate law. Don't you know what law I do? <laughs> but you're a lawyer. Oh, my gosh. So now I finally know what she does. And she's a mastermind of yeah. how the money moves and the legal oh, yeah. matters of it. So... Now, you know, if I have those problems, I will be calling. I'll still be calling about, you know, the purchases. Don't worry. The small, small I'm things. happy. Happy to listen. <laughs> happy to help draft. Happy to refer because it's not my area. But, yeah. Thank you so yeah, much for, for sure. listening. I mean. <laughs> oh, awesome. So, so Faustina, so this is the part where we call our mic drop moment. If you, you know, okay. you, if you have one advice for 17-year-old Efia Adoma. She, you just met her. One advice for her from all that you've learned through your journey. What one advice would you give her? 
um, 17 year old Faustina. I'll just, you know, I'll tell her a lot of this has to do with my dad. Like my dad always, when I was feeling down or distraught or felt like things were going wrong, just they'd be, yeah, every time he would say shedding, shedding, which basically means, you know, like, you know, stand strong, do yeah. not fear, uh, have faith, you know? So I would, yeah. I would say, um, and, and those were very powerful to me to hear that from my dad, who was the yeah. powerful role model and, you know, sort of a strong male model in my life at that time. That's what I would say to 17 year olds, um, myself now, just, you know, have faith and, um, stand strong in your abilities um and what in what you want to do and know that you can accomplish what god has called you to do like your dreams your desires that are on your heart that seem so grand like seem so impossible especially being an immigrant child you know like i came here when i was like 10 11 just Mm. on that cusp of you know again living in jane jane and grand Yes, all all the above. She's, I she's only a great, she's a great linguist. Yeah, That's why she's a lawyer. So. <laughs> I only speak <laughs> 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 she, She's a great linguist. <laughs> um, so you know, just just right on that cusp, and you come here, and it's it's such a huge change, right? You know that's why I enjoy yeah. listening to you guys, because you know just that we can I can relate to that. It's such a huge change, and there's so much, and it just seems so insurmountable. Like it seems like yeah. what in brand new world? How could I ever yeah. Yeah. Um, occupy the spaces and positions right. and places that these people are are in that I look up to? And my father just telling me, you know, have faith, don't fear anyone or anybody you can do it so that's what i would say to 17 year old faustina have faith in yourself have faith in what you've been called to do and know that you will accomplish it and believe wow. believe um yeah so. what does it what does it mean on your on the subject of your dad i know your dad yeah. always close i don't think i've yeah. ever had a conversation with you where he doesn't come up I and know. you look exactly like him too i do I know. <laughs> <laughs> but but what does it mean to have a parent that is that is so supportive uh, that you can turn to um, when times are hard and, and, and you know motivates you to be a better version of yourself, especially a male. Yeah, oh, it's so present. I think it's yeah. it's so powerful. And to be honest with you, being a mom now and having a daughter, that's something that I pray for my young daughter yeah. to, for her to have a great relationship with me too, of course, but with her dad. Yes. Um, you know, for me as a young girl, it was so important growing up where I was growing up, where there were certain things that were being modeled, modeled in front of me growing up where I was, that wasn't necessarily positive. That didn't Mm -hmm. encourage you as a young girl to achieve or to think that you can achieve beyond what you're seeing and to have your father, um, you know, I know Ghanaian fathers get you know a lot of flack sometimes they can be yes. a bit authoritative or authoritarian um yes. but with the with a good mix you can have um a strong model who encourages you and pushes you um towards being able to achieve your goals you know and i and and i think that is so important and my father obviously is not perfect but i think um oftentimes he tried hard to strike that balance of 
being a father, but also being a friend, you know, and, right. and being supportive and coming alongside, coming alongside um, in my struggles um, to lift me up. So that was very impactful. Yeah. Very interesting. Your dad is one of the, the unicorns in that he's a <laughs> Ghanaian dad you can just sit and talk to. As, yeah. if, as if he were your friend and he, he, he's going to give you a completely different perspective, a wise oh, yeah. perspective. Yeah. But he'll actually allow you, he'll give you a voice and he'll mm-hmm. he'll let you kind of speak Well, you mind. met him and he's fun loving. Like he will play the latest yeah. songs. He'll do, yes. you know, he's not going to make you, he, I think he tries to make sure you don't feel stifled. So you're yes. free to be yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, but then he'd still try to keep those boundaries. Real you right? in. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> you will still be a doctor. Don't worry. Yes. <laughs> the Bible, oh, the Bible, after yeah. the master's, we're going for PhD. Don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank being you both. Thank you both. It's yeah. been very enjoyable. It's been great. It's like catching up with old friends, which yes. we all are. So it's great. <laughs> Therapeutic. Yeah. So we appreciate it, um, Madame Faustina Fiadoma Ochiagbasi. Oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> Adult. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Agbasi Yoruba or, or um, uh, Abasi Ibo or any Ibo. of them? Abasi Ibo. Ibo. Okay. Okay, Ibo. Okay, okay. Abasi Ibo last name. Yeah. yeah. So you're Ibo, Ibo. by proxy. Okay. Yes, I'm Ibo by proxy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. once again, thank you very much. And of course, once again, uh, shout out to the best producer in the game. Super producer Nancy. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for making it happen once again. Uh, we're very appreciative of your efforts um of course thank you for being here madam i can't wait to see what you have next we're very very uh, appreciative of you i know you know you got to get back to a baby uh, you, you know you chose to you chose to give us this hour of your life we really appreciate it all right thank you and a big thank shout you out guys. to that's bread gemini as well um, yes of course the legend stuff. god rest legend in peace gone, rest but in peace. never forgotten his music is timeless yes. and will live on forever past him and yes um really yes. appreciate his stuff so please check out his stuff and support his music wherever you can find it so guys until next time bye 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 bye